Hey there, folks. It's nice to see you. This is Glenn. And this is Linda. And it's good to have you with us this week on Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast. We are so glad to share the release of our version of the old hymn, Little as Much When God is in It. It's an old Southern gospel song that you can raise your voice and worship with us if you want to. It's time to dust off that old hymnal and experience this timeless message with the lyrics in a whole new way as I sing the song with Vivian Bowman. In the harvest field now ripened, there's a work for all to do. Hark, the voice of God is calling to the harvest calling you. Little is much when God is in it. Labor not for wealth and fame. There's a crown and you can win it. If you go in Jesus' name. Does the place you've called your call to labor seem too small and little known? It is great if God is in it and he'll not forget his own. When the conflict here is ended and our race on earth is run, he will say, if we're faithful, welcome home, my child, well done. Kitty Sawfield is the author and composer of this beautiful hymn, Little as Much When God is in It. It is a good reminder to us that the little we have can become much in God's hands. Kitty Janet was born in 1884, and as a teenager, she aspired to be a concert artist as a contra soprano or a pianist, for she was a talented musician and singer. The following narrative gives us a little history behind Little as Much When God is in It, taken from the book, Then Sings My Soul by Robert Morgan. One snow-blanketed night, Canadian Fred Snufford awoke to an urgent pounding on his door. A half-frozen man reported that a train had been stalled in a blizzard and the passengers were in danger of freezing to death. Lighting a lantern, Fred followed the man to the site and led the travelers back to his house. Later, one of the passengers, Katie, wrote a thank you note. Fred replied to Katie's note and wrote back, The correspondence correspondence that led to courtship and marriage. Sometime later, Fred and Kitty attended a church in Ottawa, pastored by Reverend A.J. Shea and there they gave their lives to the Lord. As the couple grew in Christ, they entered the ministry of evangelism. One summer, they invited Shay's teenage son, George Beverly, to spend a month with them in Westport, Ontario, holding evangelistic meetings. One night, accompanied by Kitty on the piano, George attempted to sing, but his voice cracked on the high notes, and he sat down mortified, vowing never to sing again. Kitty wouldn't hear of it, suggesting that he sing in a lower key. He did, and he kept on singing and singing and singing. Many years passed, and in June of 2000, Billy Graham came to Nashville, Tennessee for a four-night mission. My wife and I were privileged to attend a reception for the Graham team just before the meetings began. And George Beverly Shea, 92 at the time, rose to sing. His rich baritone voice 
broke into a song that had been written 73 years ago by Fred and Katie. Little is much when God is in it. I thought it a strange choice of him. We were on the verge of the greatest evangelistic effort in Nashville's history, headlined by the most famous evangelist in the world. And Beverly Shea's song was about the littleness of our efforts. But later I realized how perfectly the song fit. Compared to this great mission to untold multitudes, our own individual ministry seemed small and insignificant. But God uses little things in great ways. A tiny acorn may produce a forest. A spark may ignite a revival. A small church might produce the next far-famed evangelist. In one of Jesus Christ's most famous miracles, he multiplied five barley loaves and two small fishes to feed 5,000 men plus women and children. With this miracle, God wanted to show us that nothing is impossible with him. It's a miracle that shows us that we need to put our trust in God and make available the little whatever we have, and he will be able to reap a big harvest for his kingdom. In the Word of God, it isn't difficult to find other illustrations and examples of the little is much principle. It's a reminder that when God is with us and we are in his will, small and even insignificant resources can accomplish great things. And of course, the Lord delights in using such things to accomplish his purpose. For example, Moses' rod, when he was tending sheep, accompanied the deliverance of Israel and the provision of water in the wilderness. Gideon's force of 300 men defeated a huge army of 135,000 Midianites. One stone from David's sling defeated a seemingly invincible giant and caused a whole army for the Philistine of the Philistines to flee. And in the book of Esther, in the providence of God, a beauty contest and a king's insomnia were used to preserve the people of Israel. In each case, these examples represent common everyday things which the intervention of God turned into something extraordinary. That is the thrust of Kitty Suffield's gospel song, that the Lord takes ordinary people and the resources they have, though weak and inadequate in human assessment, works in and through them for his glory and the greater good of all. There is a great day coming when the Lord Jesus will call the saints into his presence and reward them for their faith, faithfulness service. How wonderful a day that will be to hear his voice say, well done. Our song this week says that the harvest is ripe, and indeed it is. We stand at the threshold of what I believe is near the end of the church age, And while we are intimidated at the most I've ever seen, people are starved to hear the good news of Jesus and his love. 
the militant few would lead us to believe that no one wants to be bothered by this religious stuff, but in fact nearly all are open to talk to us about it. More than ever, people need the Lord. There is something each of us can do. There is work for everybody. Not everybody is on the mission field in Africa, though some are. We are called in some way to reach the lost and dying world. And if we are his children, there is a calling in each of our lives. We are commanded to go. Each have different gifts, but God is calling all of us to do something. Are you listening? Satan keeps us involved in anything but sharing Jesus. The voice of God seems to be drowned out by the noise of life. And old Satan will do anything and everything to keep you from listening to him. When you are listening, he'll be little, he'll be little whatever gift God has appointed unto you. He'll tell you you can't do anything or you aren't worth it. You just can't do nothing. You can't make a difference. He tells you you don't have time for this, and you need to uh, make a living. You need to spend time with your kids. You haven't got anything God can use. Whatever you do, he'll make it seem like what you're doing amounts to nothing. He'll make it seem small and insignificant. He'll say, no one who ever will ever notice you what you're doing here. It's just not important. But let me tell you, God will not forget you, nor what he told you to do. He never forgets his own. And the day is coming on earth when our earthly effort will be over. Our task will be concluded here and we'll be called home. And trust me, that's one calling no one can ignore. We'll be face to face with him. The one who gave you so much. The one that showed how much he loved you with his very life and suffering your eternal debt on the cross. And if we've been faithful, you'll say, welcome home, my child, well done. And it won't be because of anything fantastic you did or something that was nearly impossible. It'll be because you trusted God in what he had asked you to do. You didn't do it for wealth or fame or attention. You did it because Jesus said, go do it. And you went in his name and his effort. And now let's listen to Forgiven Sin. Little is much when God is in it. In the harvest field thou ripen, there's a work for all to do. Hark the voice of God is calling to the harvest calling you in the mad rush of the Broadway 
Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. We trust it was a blessing to you. It makes our day when we hear someone that was blessed by our podcast or music. We'd love to get an email from you. Just send it to glenn.dawson at glenndawsonea.com. That's G-L-E-N-N dot Dawson at Glenn G-L-E-N-N. DawsonEA.com You can find all our information on our website at www.glendawsonea.com In addition to our email, you can find information about our Facebook page and Twitter information. You can also find links to our index of all our podcasts and links to all our music on YouTube. We hope you will enjoy those, and remember now, we love y'all, God be with you, and bye for now.